in nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Pater Noster, quias in celis, santificertur nomen tum, advenian regnum tum, via voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris. En nos inducas in tentationem, set libera nos amalo. Amen. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper, et in secula saculorum. Amen. Well, Good evening, guys. Um, we have a special guest today, um, Eddie Maduano from California. Uh, how are you doing, Eddie? I'm I, I'm blessed, Jose. It's uh, nice to meet you and and Sam. And and Sam's with us again. Yep. Hello. Nice to be here again. <laughs> uh, so we have a special episode for you today, uh, guys. Um, as I presented Eddie, he's actually some guy I've been following on Instagram. Um, and we'll get into what he does. But anyways, guys, um, Eddie, so pretty much, hello. How are you and how's uh, how's life? Well, it's, uh, again, like I said, I, I'm blessed. Uh, when, when I go to Mass, our, our priest always starts the Mass. By, well, I mean, obviously, after he starts the Mass, he asks how we're doing and Everyone always responds blessed, and like I tell people, I don't just respond because that's what he expects to hear. Uh, I, I do reflect every day that I, I truly am blessed, you know, because of what I get to do, you know, meeting people like you through social media. And, uh, I love talking about the faith and being involved in the faith. I love trying to bring more men into the faith. So uh, because I'm retired, I, I got a lot of free time to try to work on that. So, uh, So life is good right now. Oh, that's great. What about you, Sam? How, how have you been? It's been a while since we've done an episode. Oh, yeah. I've uh, been uh, just, you know, busy all over the place. Orc has me traveling here, there, all over the place. Um, but getting ready for Christmas, we've gotten our Christmas shopping done. We uh, we just bought our first um, Advent wreath as a family together. And so that's been great. We've been lighting up the candles and, um, you know, saying prayers together as a family. And, you know, I'm absolutely loving it. Um yeah, so we're we're doing all right. Well, um, on my end, I'm moving back to Houston, so we've been packing this whole week. Um, thank God we found a house in Houston. Uh, it, it it was it was a roller coaster ride because we couldn't find one, and then next thing you know, God provided one. Yeah, praise uh, the Lord. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's another chapter to add into our books, um, but last week I was sick. Actually, last week I was dying. <laughs> I had I had this interview set up with Eddie last week, and thank God he understood. And uh, I was dying. I had a bad stomach bug, and oh, it was it was horrible. Yeah, there must have been something going around because I was pretty sick. I think at the beginning of the week, but my son gave it to me from I'm sure daycare or somewhere. Um, and so yeah, you're in good company. Oh man, it's horrible. What about you, Eddie? You know, I I'm fortunate. You know, I I. Uh... I haven't got. I haven't been sick in, in quite a while. Uh, me, my wife, uh, our youngest daughter still lives with us, and uh, we haven't gotten sick, so we're we're, we're very fortunate there. Oh, bless God! Uh, man, health is something hard to come by nowadays. Yeah. Um, speaking of family, um, tell us about yourself, Eddie. Well, how many uh, kids do you have? Years married? So. I, I married my high school sweetheart, and in September, we celebrated our 36th wedding anniversary. So, oh, wow. all right, congratulations! Uh, thank you, thank you, and uh, 
sounds like you guys are are young uh, young family members uh mm-hmm. been that been that for a long time don't but, feel uh, young though <laughs> <laughs> we have we have uh two daughters they're adults our our oldest daughter is 20 actually she just turned 26 on december 16th uh this oh, past wow. saturday uh she got married in may to a, a nice catholic young man so we're happy there yeah my, congratulations again thank you thank you exactly. my my youngest daughter is 24. Uh, she had just graduated from college, I think, uh, during COVID. And then uh, she just recently became a, a certificated uh, elementary school teacher. She teaches uh, third grade at our local elementary school. So uh, she's, oh, nice. she's got a, a, a boyfriend who she's, you know, seems to be serious with. And again, he's a nice Catholic young man. So that's all he's uh, a blessing you know so actually he, he he's down on break he's attending uh, uh university of uh san diego uh he's down for the break and he attended mass with us uh on sunday so and we'll be seeing him on on christmas masses too fantastic so yeah two, two kids no grandkids yet okay uh, yeah, i was gonna ask are you all done no not not yet we're uh we're, we're, you know, we're not going to put pressure on the girls. <laughs> They're ready. Every time you see them, you're going to ask them. Yeah. yeah. They know, they know that we want grandkids though, but. Yeah. That's uh, funny. My wife is actually the uh, same. She's uh, one of uh, two, two daughters only. And, uh, we, we gave her her parents the first grandkids and so oh, there you go. i'm sure they're they're really happy but you know i can't say the same thing my from my wife's side she's i mean my sons are probably one two three about the fourth or fifth grandchildren and from my side they are the first grandchildren so yeah okay yeah you have that code for you yeah barely um no that's good it, it's hard to find catholic men nowadays um it's this is something that sam and i were talking about um just recently actually in our past episode where uh it's it's hard to come by real catholics and little less catholic men who truly take the faith seriously um just just to kind of you know ask you is it so you uh, as you can tell we attend the land mass you attend the novice order mass right yeah unfortunately uh the closest uh latin masses are in san diego or palm desert which are both a good two hours away oh wow um, so we we've attended in san diego um, a couple of times and i love it but it, it's not really practical to try to do it consistently it's just a little too far oh yeah two hours is far yeah, yeah I've, I've heard i've heard uh same story for a lot of uh, my my friends back in uh, college uh, I have friends that went to college station and when they couldn't find a Latin mass there um, the closest one was in Houston and so they would drive the hour and a half to Houston every Sunday um, yeah. and uh, I heard that was nasty I was I was blessed in uh, at Baylor we had Latin mass for all of my tenure there in Waco um, and so yeah definitely understand the struggle though I see yeah. I don't because uh, my parish is just pretty much down the street. <laughs> Uh, a 10 minute drive not too far um so okay so you're a catholic but you're also oh uh, jose jose really quick i want to butt in here because eddie uh jose told me just a little very uh bitty brief about you but speaking of meeting catholic men how did you guys meet was it just uh jose followed you and uh talked to you yeah what's the story there 
Yeah, exactly. So I, I have an Instagram page and he was following me. And one day he sent a, a message and uh, he said, hey, listen, I have this podcast. I was wondering if uh, you'd be willing to come on. Um, you know, so I first I was like, OK, who is this guy? I went to his Instagram just to see who he was. Um, so I said, yeah, sure. I'll, you know, I said, what do you want to talk about? And he was really just, you know, maybe parenting and the faith, you know, man in the faith. So I said, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll do it. So um, it's interesting because his, his page. So I follow a lot of, you know, Catholics, right? And um, different little businesses uh, that each Catholic has. And I've always liked his his page because he shows not only does he show rosaries because so his main page it's called the the rosary guy at, at rosary guy yeah. at rosary guy and he by the way you create some beautiful rosaries um, thank you they're 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 I mean manly I mean there's something that about them that makes you want to pray um, the rosary and it's 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 good because as I was following you I your page is actually one of the pages that that inspires me to pray it's weird because you don't really post yourself you don't post a lot of messages but you do post a lot of rosaries and um and just by seeing the rosary it inspires me to want to pray the rosary actually my 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 family and i well my wife and my kids we well my kids are small right they don't really pray pray but uh my my son the oldest one he's about to turn two in january he we pray we pray we have family rosary time uh almost every single night we try every single night um but he knows what the rosary is used for so he'll grab a rosary and he'll start praying according to him praying right uh, he'll just just babble some words but he knows what it is and yeah. your page is one of the pages that actually inspired me to want to pray more it's weird because like i said you don't have a lot of information but what you do have helps good you know i appreciate that because that's really the the reason i started it is um you know the, the rosary i mean I, I can talk forever about the rosary but going back to when i was a kid um we used to have close to christmas we had this huge family gathering um which as i grew up i realized what it was is my family used to have a devotion to uh uh, our Lady Guadalupe and her feast day is on December 12th mm -hmm. and so our family would gather uh, we're talking about dozens and dozens of people uh, and even just neighbors uh, we would gather for this big fiesta with the tamales and, and the works and at some point in the day like the the men my dad my uncles they would go outside you know they're talking you know maybe having a few drinks and whatnot and the ladies who at the time for me were like older ladies because it was my grandmother my aunts my mom they would kneel and because we were kids they they made us kneel with them and they would take out these necklaces and they would pray well lo and behold you know as a kid what i realized is they were praying the rosary mm. so that was my first exposure to the rosary um and so I've always had a devotion to Our Lady Guadalupe. And, but I grew up thinking that the rosary was a prayer for older ladies. Mm. Because mm. that's, that was, that's who I saw praying it. It wasn't until I was an adult that I started getting into praying the rosary. And it was actually my wife that, that got me into it. She would continually invite me to pray to where now 
uh, I pray it. We pray together, but if we can't be together for some reason, I pray by myself. And I, I pray the rosary every single day. Um, mm. So, again, I was exposed to the rosary as a, as a child. But again, at the, at the time, I thought it was for older women. And then it grew to where now, you know, I have this Instagram page where I promote the rosary. And my my goal is similar to you in, in attracting men is I want more men to pray the rosary. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and that's why I think the rosaries I make are are you know heavy duty and whatnot. So, um, and and I try to let people know. I mean, I, I'm a army veteran. I was I was a you know police officer, and I pray the rosary. Right, so uh, I developed a PowerPoint and I teach what I call a rosary one on one class at our at our church, mm-hmm. um, and I try to get men to understand that that uh, it's it's cool to pray the rosary. Mm. So, so I appreciate you saying that, you know, my page, you know, you know, to to some extent inspires you to pray, I, um, because that is the the main goal um, is, is to get people to pray the rosary. So and and speaking and, about the inspiration, have you ever so before you joined the army, were you a, a devout Catholic, or were you were you a devout Catholic and brought it into the army? I I was a I was a typical Catholic, right? You know. Um, I was I was raised. I did my sacraments uh, as far as uh, Holy Communion, Confirmation. I always believed in God. We always had images of Jesus. Uh, our families uh, always had the statues of, of the Virgin de Guadalupe in our yards. So so I believed in God, um, but but not devout, where you know like I am now. Mm. Uh, but I look back. Uh, at, at my at my time in the military and the law enforcement and, and i know that you know god was always with me and and our blessed mother protected me in, in a lot of a lot of my life you know before i really started getting serious about it so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what what uh what did make you start getting serious about it was this uh marriage was this just after after military so so when i came when i got out of the military i was hired by our local police department uh, my my wife was my high school sweetheart. We ended up getting married. We got married through the Catholic Church. But uh, you know, I'm I'm not proud to say that on some Sundays we'd wake up. It's like, okay, should we go to church or should we go to Disneyland? Like, ah, let's go to Disneyland. You know? So we, you know, it was a, a toss up, right? We're the, you know, Easter and Christmas type, and then occasionally go to church. Then my wife started getting a little more into the faith. Uh, she would be watching. Uh, like religious movies or watching EWTN or mm-hmm. uh, praying the rosary, she would invite me. And majority of the time, I'm like, nah, I'm good, I'm good, you know. Uh, and then slowly but surely, I started joining her more and more. And then it just, I just really started getting into the faith. The, you know, the more I read about it, the more I prayed. I think I, I softened or opened up my heart a little more, and the Holy Spirit came in and, and touched me. And I think a real big turning point too was in. April of 2016, mm-hmm. some friends invited us to uh, attend a uh, Curcio weekend. Mm-hmm. Curcio is a big movement um, uh, that talks about study, piety, and action. Oh. And I attended a, a men's weekend. And uh, Jose, you, you mentioned, I believe, before we went on the air that you don't believe in coincidences. I used to believe in coincidences all the time. And we went in the mountains uh, in San Diego, Julian, California. And there, so many things happened 
that I stopped believing in coincidences and we started calling it God incidences. Right? <laughs> so, well, that's uh, nice. I'm going to use there, that. There were, there were so many things that, that happened, uh, beginning with one, the, the, the official song of Cursillo is De Colores. Um, hmm. When they first started singing it, I just started bawling because my maternal grandmother used to love that song. And so it made me think of her and I really missed her. And then, um, I, I mean, just, you know, thing after thing after thing kept happening. I thought, okay, okay, this, it was the Holy Spirit was heavy. And, and I've really been on fire ever since then um, uh, in, in making the rosaries and just uh, sharing the faith with, with people. And, and uh, like you said, Jose, uh, something that I think we shouldn't downplay is you know, you want to be proud about talking the faith and not be worried about it. I used to go out to a restaurant and um, I wouldn't pray. I wouldn't do the like grace because I don't want to bother people. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking, well, what are you doing? You know, you're Catholic, be proud of it. So now, uh, well, for years now, if I go to a restaurant, I, I, I you know, do the sign of the cross and I, and I pray, you know, I'm not up there standing on the table yelling it out, but if someone doesn't like it, that, that's your problem. That's not my problem, right? Uh, and I think we evangelize every time, you know, we cross ourselves in public and they see that we're in prayer. I was a police officer. I would take some of my staff. We'd go to lunch and uh, some of them were not Catholic. They'd start getting ready to say, hold on, you know, I'm going to say grace. And they respectfully would listen, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, let me let me say the prayers, So. You know, I'm being more like that. I, I like to wear shirts with, you know, different, you know, religious stuff on it. I always wear my crucifix. Um, so so I, I'm on fire for the faith in, in that sense. That's awesome. And uh, and how did you come into the uh, night? So so it was back. It was pro it's going on about eight years, probably about 2015. Uh, our local pastor, uh, Father Mark, uh, he contacted me, um, and because I was in the police department, he would call me once in a while with, you know, he needed my advice or whatever. But he, he called and, and wanted to know if I would go meet with him in his office. I said, oh man, what's going on? So um, I went to go see him and I, I was almost doing an examination of conscience, like, dude, what did you do? You know, what you kind of getting called into the principal's office. And so he told me, he said, you know, he goes, I want to start a local Knights of Columbus chapter. We had one in our parish uh, and it was very, very old. And I think the members had pretty much died out. So he wanted to start a new council. He says, I want you to be involved in it. Um, he, so I think you have to start with like 21 men to, to start a charter. Mm -hmm. So we had 21 men and, and uh, I was blessed to be voted in as the, the first Grand Knight. Mm -hmm. I, I served two terms, uh, but really it was the invitation. Our, our pastor said, hey, I, I want to start a Knights group. We got 21 men that wanted to start it. Now we've got over 100 men. In, you know, oh, wow. Yeah, um, God bless that pastor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so, you know, he calls us on us a lot. You know, we, we were there to, to serve our parish. You know, every uh, every Lenten season, we, we cook up fish tacos and, you know, we'll get a got a good reputation here so our community comes out and uh, that's our big fundraiser to, to 
help out charities and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I did, I did two terms as the Grand Knight. Uh, you know, I, I've been the lecturer, trustee, and whatnot. So, right now I'm just, I'm just a knight, which I love. But I'm third degree. Um, I was a little, I didn't like when the, the knights decided to change the regalia mm-hmm. for the fourth degree. Um, I, I don't recall ever being asked for my opinion. It was just here we're changing. So, but but I'll make my fourth degree eventually uh, when, when I when the time's right. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, I'm 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 a proud knight of Columbus. Yeah, I was blessed to uh, get uh, in, inducted into the fourth degree, knighted into the fourth degree under the older Galia. So yeah. I still well, I rent I rented mine, so I don't have it anymore. But I got to follow up with the old Galia. I like I liked it a little better. Yeah, and I'm yeah, just starting you know. up. <laughs> well, when when you see the when you see the old fourth degree, you knew that that was something special. You know, now knight takes more of a suit and a beret, um, which is a little more business like. But but still, the the purpose of the knights is, is still good. So yeah, yeah. The mission towards men. Insurance. I got their insurance. That's a great thing too. Yeah, absolutely. That's what Sam's trying to get me on. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, I, I highly recommend it. That's a that, that's that's a that's a good uh, benefit of, of being in the knights is their their insurance program. Oh yeah. Right. I, I think the knights, you know, speaking to just the things that we're trying to do with our own social media accounts, I think the Knights of Columbus is one of the perfect channels for that. Right, Father mm-hmm. McGibney. Yeah. He had this mission to protect Catholic men, but further than that, he wanted the men to be involved and he wanted the men to take up charge. And so, yeah, being an insurance member, that's great, not only because you're protecting your family, but you're also supporting Father McGivney's mission of, you know, making sure that men are involved and that the lights are kept on, you know, so to speak, and that they have this organization to, you know, continue and foster that, that building up of men. I think... Knights of Columbus is a great organization to do that. They should be at every parish if they're not already. Yeah, but it's uh, it, it's a great mission. I, I just find it very difficult to convince men nowadays to actually join anything within the church. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it so difficult. I mean, I have friends who are Catholic, but it, let's put it this way. I know people within the church who, um, not to make it political or anything, right, but they want to they wanted they, they were voting for biden right and um that's when the whole abortion thing during the presidency uh was going on uh for the for the uh i think it was voting for a president uh presidential elections and um you know he openly spoke about abortions allowing it blah blah, blah and uh i was so my wife kind of got into it with with the with one of these uh, these girls who pretty much some okay hold on i'm getting ahead of myself my wife had had posted something on social media pretty much talking about abortion and why why it's bad and why us catholics need to uh be pro-life right and a girl responded to her and uh and she's married okay so the husband is behind her 100 percent of the way when it comes to abortion um and the girl was just she just went off on my wife you know pretty much telling her that you know if she's not going to allow her her i think the 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 little girl was about 12 or 13 at the time but she said that she wouldn't allow her little girl if she got raped to go through the pregnancy 
And this is someone that we knew who was attending church. Now, why do I bring up the, the situation? Because um, I see the need of a man within the relationship to kind of bring her down from what she's thinking, from that ideology. The man needs to come in, step in and say, hey, no, our faith says this and we're sticking to it because it's right. It's not about, oh, no, uh, um, society says this, blah, blah, blah. No, it's this is the truth. This is how we live happily. But men nowadays are not stepping up to the plate. Um, husbands are not husbands anymore. Yeah. And, and, and that's where I feel, you know, the Knights of Columbus are a good organization, a good, a good, um, I guess you can say charism within the church uh, to bring men, but also people like us who can be an example. Because uh, how old are you? I'm sorry. Me? Yes, Eddie. I'm I'm 61 years old. 61. I can't believe it, but I. <laughs> you don't sound 61. I, I act like 21 sometimes. But... Hey, that's good. Keep 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 the youth within. Yep. Yeah. But 61. See, 61, and then I'm 31, and then Sam is 28. Uh, different ages, but yeah, we can talk together as one, as as men speaking the truth. Um, I feel that, and I say this for myself. It's funny that that you brought up uh, your experience with uh, with the faith, and called it. Uh, you called it what? God incidents. God incidents. God, God incidents. <laughs> I'm gonna start using that. I swear. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I had the same experience, right? Uh, it's funny because I was talking to someone the other day as well about, you know, different groups within the church and uh, the beauty, although there, there is, I guess, scandal and and the waters have been moved within the church. At the same time, I as I was reflecting on it the other day, it's good that there's different groups within the church because each one can find their fit within the church and stay in the church. Um, you know, you found it through Cursillos and, and we found it within the land mass. Um, you know, I, I think Sam, I think I speak for Sam, but we were both, you know, uh, cradle Catholics that would just go to cat. I mean, we grew up in the Catholic church, uh, did certain things, but still didn't understand our faith a hundred percent. And so, um, and this is where you inspired me through the rosaries, right? Where it's okay to pray the rosary it's okay to get on your knees and pray to the madonna uh, it's it's okay it's not feminine it's not prayer church is not just for women this is what i hear a lot as well that mm-hmm. going to church is for women and it's like so, no it's not so my uh my blood is starting to boil because so we had a, a penance service yesterday my wife and i my youngest daughter went to, to confession and one of the things that I struggle with, one one of my sins is that the more I get into the faith, I, I find myself being judgmental. I really get frustrated with Catholic men because we're called to be the spiritual leaders of our families. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we, we should be ready to take up arms and defend our church. But man, men, and, and I, I try to remind myself that a lot of men are, are young, so they got jobs, they got families, you know. Uh, but but man, we really need men to step up. And um, on on Monday nights here in in our town, uh, I lead a, a live uh, rose round Facebook for the, the radio station that I volunteer at. Mm-hmm. And a, a friend of mine started it. Uh, it was uh, it was this friend of mine Jose, 
he asked me uh, as a retired police officer and then a retired uh, correction officer he called it the live fire rosary which is like kind of a military term right where uh-huh. you use actual uh, live ammunition to simulate battle and it was kind of geared towards men uh, everyone was welcome and, and so you know I'm not surprised that a lot of our regular followers are probably more females mm. we, we do have some men but uh, I also travel to San Diego on the first Saturday of each month they have a, a men's rosary crusade at Balboa Park. It's a big park in San Diego. I think I've heard of that. And, and I go, and we get 20 to 25 men, but I'm thinking, my goodness, San Diego County is like, you know, that, that's, that's well over a million people plus. And we're, we're getting 20 to 25 men. Um, that's, I mean, at least we get that, but we should have 250 men, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I went up... Uh, in January, to a uh, to uh, San Juan Capistrano, there's a mission there, mm-hmm. and it's about three three and a half hours away from home. Uh, someone organized a, uh, a a men's rosary march, and we, we walked around the mission, walked around four times, and we prayed uh, the the joyful, sorrowful, and glorious mysteries. We prayed a divine mercy, um, and we had about 75 men so i don't understand we should have 10 times those numbers right, right? and it, so especially it's, it's when we consider oh sorry go ahead fish no no yeah the the area you know the, the areas have millions of people up there and you're getting again i'm, I'm glad there was 75 it was pretty powerful for the tourists that were watching us walk and you know carrying uh, statues and, and praying the rosary but it, you know at the same time that's where my I, I become judgmental. Was like, seriously, guys, this is all we've got, you know, for, you know, Orange County, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad, you know, when, when Jose reached out and you know he's trying to inspire men to, to about the faith. I thought, oh yeah, I'm in, you know, let, let's do it. So yeah, and anything I can. That. I'd love to see that from your area too, because I mean, uh, you know, what, what, they, what I was going to say is, uh, yeah, the, the amount of people, sure, but also even further back than just the amount of people. The dedication, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, San Juan, yeah. San yeah. Diego, yeah. Mexican yeah. Catholics, you yeah. know, built, um, well, not Mexican then, Spanish then, but, you know, Spanish Catholics built society in California, and that's part of the heritage, you know, where where is the Catholicism so, in men? So, so I guess the one blessing is that, I mean, because California is, uh, it's, it's like an evil state, I mean, as far as uh, our, our elected you know uh, our New so-called <laughs> leaders and the laws it's it's a it's very evil so at least we have some men that stand up um i'm all for doing anything that gets more men to pray so what do you think would be a way to get more men i mean okay maybe social media uh but what activities because you know what i'm a person oh. of action um i i i like ideas and i like to put them into action if i can so like if there's an idea that we can come up with right um which is something that i'm totally down for um something that we can create to where men young men from or older men as well um can can discover the faith and understand it because of course 
two traditional Latin mask goers and a a uh, novice ordo mask goer come together and bring forth the Catholic faith to in a way that men understand. So and actually, if, well, if I sorry sorry I was saying, if I can butt in, I do have a precursor question to that one. Um, what has been your success? Uh, what success have you seen, Eddie? Yes. Um, in, in your own in your own ministry, um, you know, like have guys reached out to you besides Jose and told you, "Hey, I love the rosaries you built." Yeah. What success have you seen? Yeah. Well, to to that end, because the rosaries uh, I, I make are are larger, you know, uh, the, they are pretty masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, men have asked me, so I I, I make them for men. And uh, I'll, I'll ask, look, you know, they hey, how can I, you know, thank you? I say, you know what, pray it, pray the rosary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that some people I give it to, they may put it in a in a their nightstand, but someday when the Holy Spirit's ready, they're gonna touch them and say, pick that thing up and pray, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, in, in that sense, um, uh, I, I'm hoping that the men pick it up and pray. Uh, I do have a lot of uh, men. Uh, a lot from other countries too that that follow my account some some people ask questions about the rosary you know uh, innocent like they're trying to learn more about it mm-hmm. um you know jose too and going back to what you said one of the things one of the things i enjoy the most about the knights of columbus is is this uh, the socializing mm-hmm. with other catholic men mm-hmm. so i think that two things is, is giving men an opportunity to socialize with other Catholic men mm-hmm. and then trying to stress the fact that being um, a, a, a Catholic, a man of faith is, is masculine. It isn't for, we're supposed to be leading, right? And most, a lot of families, I think the, the women are the ones that are keeping people in the faith. Mm-hmm. We, we've got to change that. It's got to be the men have to be the leaders. There's statistics that if kids, you know, if the mom's religious about going to, to mass, that they'll do okay. But if a father's in it, the, the the chances of those kids staying in the faith are that much stronger. So. Oh, yeah, it's like that movie. Oh, go ahead, Sam. I was gonna say, I think uh, I think the statistic is actually something like if uh, if moms, if you have like an atheistic family and the moms convert to the faith, there's like an eleven percent chance that she'll bring the family into the faith. But if the dads convert to the faith. There's like a 70 to 90% yeah. chance yeah. that he'll be, be able to draw the yeah. family. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I actually, it's funny because you can kind of see it now, um, you know. So I wasn't as devout as I am now. Uh, so, and this is just recently when I became, you can say devout. Uh, I had my own little experience. Um, but I, I can see where that's true because now that we pray family rosary, my own son... Although he he didn't grow up with it his whole entire, I mean, two years he's been alive. The last couple of months that we've been doing it, he's picked up on it. And we go to church. It's funny because we go to church and he knows we're in church and he'll do the sign of the cross. I mean, he's an, he's an energetic guy, right? Little kid. But he understands the concept of church. Uh, he sees me kneel, uh, pray, pray the rosary. He'll, he'll hold the rosary. He'll kneel. And then he'll get up and run, right? But he'll do that first. He'll do the sign of the cross. Um, and it's all because I had this change of heart to actually be a little bit more open to the faith than be a cold-hearted uh, person who thought masculinity was to be the, the just not just strong, but cold. 
you know don't show emotion don't cry don't do this don't pray in front of them don't whatever and uh, i've seen the change and and you're right it's it's true so when when my daughters were younger uh you know we would always go to mass and a, a handful of times throughout the years uh someone would stop different people uh would stop us on the way out just to compliment just to say oh it's so beautiful to see you as a family here in church mm-hmm. you know people and the the sad part is i guess we kind of stood out where it's instead of being the norm it was kind of the exception to the rule and uh that, that's that we got we got to change that whatever time i have left i i try to convince you know men to to do their part women are pretty good women are women are powerful prayer warriors right mm-hmm. uh, it's it's the men that are lacking and and uh, uh again i what do you I think the cause is well i i mean again part of it is the reality of you know you know if only one one person's gonna work a lot of times it's the man right they're out there having to provide for that you know they're probably great providers they work hard you know overtime you know two jobs uh doing stuff like that but you know, we, we have to make time for God. We have to make mm-hmm. time for our faith. Mm-hmm. We, we need to show that um, the the good that happens to us is because we're faithful. Mm-hmm. So, Eddie, if I, I can ask your perspective, I'm interested too. Uh, what is your experience uh, with uh, the different generations? Because you, you're, uh, you know, you, you mentioned that uh, your, your daughters are in their 20s and I'm just getting out of my 20s and, you know, Jose is 31. Um, so we're almost young enough to be your children as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you see in the different generations? Is your generation more or less faithful? Is our generation more or less faithful? Does that have something to do with it? You know, you know, my, my wife and I talk about that. And, and what we see in young people is uh, I think a lot of young people are, are craving some kind of tradition. Right. And I say that uh, my my wife and I, since June, have been the directors of religious education for our parish. We oversee like the Holy Communion classes and confirmation. So we have from first graders all the way through high school uh, that are, you know, gonna make their sacraments of, of uh, Eucharist or, or confirmation. And uh, we, we talk to them and uh, you can see that when they have to do community service, and when they're there, they're happy. And some of them have mentioned like, oh, my parents just dropped me off at church. They don't attend with me. Uh, but I think some of these kids want, they want that structure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, our families are, are broken. Even if you have a mom and a dad and, and siblings, they're, they're broken faith-wise where, again, dad works, you know, mom doesn't have time to go to church and things like that. Um, you see people chasing something. There's a lot of people that have a, a void in their heart. And, and I recognize that it, that void is Jesus. You know, but they're looking for that new car, you know, whatever toy it is, you know, materialistic stuff to try to make them happy. And and really, it's the faith. And I, was, I have friends, I'm like, man, what do people without faith, how do they deal with struggles, right? Um, yeah. if, they're not, if they're not faithful... You know, I, I, I've had to lean on my faith, you know, many times where it's like, I can't imagine not having faith mm-hmm. uh, and, and having to deal with some of the things that, you know, that life throws at you, you know, these crosses that, that we're carrying. So um, I think our youth, 
could be more religious. It's just no one is inviting them and showing them the way. Mm-hmm. So I think if we can do that, and and we're trying to do that through our the faith formation classes. Our, our pastor said, look, they're in school all day. You know, we got to educate them in the faith, but let's make it fun, you know? So, um, you know, right before Super Bowl, we're going to have a tailgate party. Um, you know, we just had a, a nativity play uh, for one of the classes. You know, we've been serving hot chocolate before and after classes. Just get them talking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and try to be role models. Uh, I, I spoke to them about community service, and I said, technically, you guys have to do community service. But look at the rest of us, your catechists and everyone else that volunteers at church. We don't have to do community service. We, we do it because we want to. You know, the church needs us. So mm-hmm. I, I think that this new gen, your generation, I think if they have to be invited, right? They have to feel welcomed at the church. Um, how we do that is, is you know, going to be dependent on each, you know, respective diocese, how, how and what they can do. But these kids have to be, your, your generation has to feel welcomed. Mm-hmm. Or, or why you know you'll go find somewhere else or you'll find something else besides besides the faith yeah true i see that a lot amongst my peers yeah it's 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 just hard you know um social social media has its ups but certainly it has its downs Oh yeah. Um, you know, I, as a person who used to show a lot with pornography and and, and masturbation and stuff, it, a lot of it was social media. You know, um, although I tried to live, you know, a good life, social media would always come and kind of like maybe I, I would go maybe three days fine, and then this one thing would just trigger it, and then I would I would fall. You know, and uh, I feel like social media is also a a big part of the lack of faith especially in men um it and and it's funny i'm I'm gonna go back to what you said about you know uh, you know doing things for people and and a lot of men have lost the i guess knowledge of what meaning like christmas what what's the meaning of christmas it's not just about gifts right um it's so much more than that and i was talking to my brother-in-law just recently and he was telling me uh, he gave me his experience right he says you know he kind of got screwed over with some money from his job blah 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 and uh his biggest worry was no gifts for christmas and so he was talking to my sister-in-law and my sister-in-law kind of you know reminded him you know hey Christmas is not about gifts. It's nice to give gifts, but it's not the point. Um, which brings me back to to what I just said, right? That men, social media is kind of taking that away from men. More, I mean, I, I feel like it's taking more away from women because I feel that women are more attached to social media and trends than men are. But I feel that men also, I guess find some sort of refuge within social media where they have to follow a certain manly trend right like right now the biggest trend would be uh morning routines which is not bad but each one has a different routine right Mm -hmm. uh and i feel that men just focus more like you said on the material you know oh i need to buy gifts i need to do this i need to do that uh, for example, this this and I I hope he's not listening right <laughs> until after Christmas, but my the person that I got for Secret Santa, I this year I'm doing something different because every year yeah I give a a materialistic 
gift that you know pretty much they'll use one day two days maybe a week and then into the closet but this time i want to give something spiritual right so i got i got that person a saint joseph um statue uh to kind of be that symbolism of fatherhood you know strive to be like saint joseph every single day that you wake up and see and, and walk by the statue it's not that big it's it's pretty small but i mean it it's big enough to see and you know be spiritual you know you're be like saint joseph you know uh lead your family like saint joseph uh discern like saint joseph hear the voice of god like saint joseph um it's especially in times of struggle um and and i've changed my mindset do you think uh and i, I i'm sorry that i talk so much <laughs> uh but what i'm trying to ask is do you think that things like that will work for men to kind of i mean the question would be do you think that that could also help you know a man giving another man some sort of spiritual help well i i can answer that if i may so through through cursillo uh, there's a thing called grouping where you you keep meeting with people so since 2016 which we're going on what uh seven years or so uh every friday i i meet there's a total of five of us right uh, we used to meet in person at, at a restaurant for breakfast and then with covid we went to zoom it's kind of convenient right now but every friday at 6 a.m our time we get on zoom and we we talk about our faith you know, about, about dating our wives and, and holding each other accountable uh, i would recommend to you jose and sam if you haven't done it already uh, Father Donald Calloway wrote a book on total consecration to St. Joseph. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a three-day or 33-day uh, process mm -hmm. where you read this book and then you meet regularly. We would meet once a week and we would talk about the... It's like a book club in a sense, but but it's uh, uh, based on, on reading about uh, St. Joseph. Mm -hmm. So we hold each other accountable. You know, we, we trust each other enough to like you know what you're messing up or you know what have you done uh for your faith what are you studying you know what have you done to to further the faith man yeah jose find a group of men and, and commit to holding each other accountable to to a, a daily prayer life you know hey did you go to mass you know hey heads up you know this is a holy day of obligation um you know work on becoming better better men better husbands better fathers better sons anything like that right so um, now i have a question how would you do that without coming off sounding um, not like a know-it-all or you know go go to a, a small group of men that that you're comfortable with and just say hey you know what i i, I need to be held accountable i jose I'm asking, hey, you know, you think we could get together and just kind of talk about the faith, you know, have some guidelines, right? Mm -hmm. um, one thing that we always ask ourselves is, is uh, reflect on your closest moment with God this past week. Right? And, and it could be, you know, so if you really think about it, think about your closest moment with God this past week, you know. And then so because you know you're going to be asked that, you, you start trying to be a little more conscious of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, sometimes it, there there's multiple, you know, occasions where you had a close moment with God. Um, and, and just put it that way, like that, hey, you know what, I, I need to be held accountable. I, I need to deepen my faith. You guys want to try this and, and commit to just meeting once a week, even through Zoom and, and have some guidelines. You know, we're going to talk about what we did uh, relating to our faith, whether you, you read a book, an article, you know, you went to mass, uh, you did something for someone without expecting anything in return. Um, and, and then just starts building, just starts building. You start and, and you realizing know, how blessed you are. And, and you know what? And you, we were talking about it earlier. Perfect vehicle for that, I think. Knights of Columbus. Exactly. We, we have a fraternity where a group yeah. of men, you know, yeah. let's invite our brother Knights to participate in something yeah. like that. Yeah. Because um, I think that would definitely help the councils grow themselves too. Oh, um, definitely. But I think that's also a really good a really good way to send that invitation to you know just guys in the parish is hey you know you guys are here at least you guys are in the pews let's yeah. have some brotherhood let's have some men to hold you accountable you know come join the knights of columbus and get them plugged into this group as well you, no I'm just saying you can do that socialize um like when we meet on fridays uh, we we don't talk about sports or politics or anything. We we talk about the faith, mm -hmm. right? We talk about the faith, and we try to keep it to that. Uh, you know, it's hard. You know, during the World Series or you know Super Bowls coming up, they get excited and just drop. Hey, no, no, you know, let's let's get back to Jesus here. You know, so yeah. Um, people, I think I think you'll find that a lot. Some of some of the men you know will like, yeah, okay, sounds good. You know, they're not interested. Others are like, they're going to contact you. Hey, so have you started that group yet? You know, men are hungry for this. They, they just need someone to take the lead. And it sounds like you two guys, uh, you know, have it in you to, to, to be those leaders and then just let it happen. But how do you, how do you get these, these guys who are very, you know, being, I think you're Mexican, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So us three come from a Mexican lineage, right? Heritage. Uh, we know very well the the machismo that yeah. goes that goes behind it, right? So how do you get these guys who are just the very like machistas who just don't want to budge, who who pretty much they know they need something, but they're just too afraid? Yeah, it's going to be my very same question. <laughs> so the perspective I can bring to it is. Uh... Uh, again, I, I served in the military and I was a police officer for almost 34 years. I mean, I was on our SWAT team back in the day. Uh, so no one can accuse me of being, you know, some kind of wimpy guy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, again, because you know that that the culture, the, the machismo, you, you try to attack it that way, you know. Um, you know to to talk about strong prayers and and you know what honestly i would talk about preparing these men for spiritual warfare hmm. putting on the armor of god that kind of language where it's like andale let's do it you know mm -hmm. uh, you know you know uh, re read up on, on putting on the the, the the full armor of god and and uh, you know saint michael is one of my to go saints you know he's he, he's a badass you know uh, mm -hmm. He, he's ready for bad ones, so let, let's do it, right? Uh, we're being attacked every day, spiritual warfare. That That's happening a lot. So, uh, honestly, you got to somehow wake them up uh, and, and get them to think it's kind of their idea that they want to do it.
Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's kind of, it may be different approaches for different men. You know, your generation may want to hear it a certain way. Uh, they're going to want to socialize. You know, it's okay to have a few beers and stuff and, you know, talk about God. Um, you know, but, but uh, one of the things we do in Corsillo is uh, you start hugging men, right? First, we start with handshakes, you know, and you have to lead into it. Um, so I go to church and I see a lot of guys and like I give them these big bear hugs and stuff. And it's like, let people see that. Let young kids see that men can hug each other like like as brothers, brothers in Christ, right? Mm -hmm. um, we, we have to change this mindset that it, it's not it's not masculine. I, I think one of the most masculine things you can do is to stand up for Christ and to be ready to, to engage, you know, in spiritual warfare. Right. I think uh, uh, me and my wife, uh, we, we love Lord of the Rings, right? And we love yeah, uh, uh, all things Lord of the Rings. And there's a quote online that I saw that, you know, talks about that very thing. It's like, you know, I love the masculinity on display in Lord of the Rings. Even yeah. if you just look at the movies, you know, the, the men are not afraid to hug each other. And, yeah. you know, when, when Boromir is dying, you see Aragorn, they're like, kiss his head. Um, and that's, you know, it's because they're, they're brothers. They, 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 yeah. they share that, that love for each other. And mm -hmm. I think Tolkien did that intentionally. Tolkien was a very devout Catholic. And he's showing, hey, no, 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 men can be affectionate with each other like that. You know, in fact, you, you need that. Men, men, men are social creatures. We need that brotherhood to build us up and to show that, yeah, that, that, that's okay. You, you just said that word, Sam, the brotherhood. That, that's, you find that in the military and you find that in law enforcement, I'm, I'm sure in, uh, in the fire service. But it's these things where your life can be on the line. You end up trusting these people. You can get people like that in the faith to understand that, look, if they come for us, we're going to band together. We're going to be brothers in Christ. We can be ready to engage the evil one in spiritual warfare. And, and you, you can't get much more uh, machismo than that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's this uh, this guy. Actually, I want to give him a shout out because I've been trying to get him to interview and I've had to cancel because of whatever. He's on Instagram and he, as y'all were talking, I was like, you know what? They, this guy fits this this version of of tearing down the machismo and and bringing in the toughness to the faith. Um, man, I can't find him. Mm. Oh, I found him. His name is Catholic Warrior uh, Fitness. Uh, I've been following him for a while, and um, I recommend y'all go check his thing out. He actually helps people in fitness, but at the same time, he he um, puts forth the Catholic faith, and he defends it not with sweet words, not with um, you know sugarcoating anything. He talks very like like a man. And he'll talk to you, uh, maybe like a sergeant talks to his uh, to 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 the private, right? Yeah. And um, and that's the type of, of people that we need within the church. Um, I remember, I, I honestly, I'll be honest with you, I believed that you know, for example, if someone died, I would not cry unless it was spontaneous. Like two of my friends died um, uh, via suicide and that was very spontaneous and, and that was very traumatic, right? And I cried, but within my mind, if I'm able to prepare myself for your death, I'm not going to, I wasn't going, going to cry. So the people that I knew that were gonna die who had you know illnesses or whatever, I would not cry. I wouldn't show feelings because in my mind, feelings, showing feelings as a man, it was a sign of weakness. 
And so uh, just whenever I had my reversion, I'm going to call it reversion, although I never left the church. But being within it, I was kind of stagnant. I was just there. Um, I'm just a little background for, uh, for you, Eddie. I, I'm an ex-seminarian uh, of the Diocese of Newark, uh, New Jersey. Um, it was it's a mi- missionary diocesan seminary. Um, I was there for four years, I think, four or five years. Oh, wow. yeah. um, graduated uh, with my BA, but um, you know, together with the rector, uh, we we saw that it was better for me to come back home. Came back home, met my wife about two years later, and then married a year later. Um, and so I, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I was there, but yet again, stagnant. But not stagnant in the sense of um, didn't care about the faith. I was stagnant in the sense that, like, I did not budge with feelings. To me, being a good Catholic was not to show feelings. Yeah. Um, or affections or any any of the sort of stuff that comes along with it and so now that i had my reversion where i finally woke up the my insights and my spirituality have been moved towards something more spiritual um i've learned to cry and it's changed my life like I talk to my wife i tell her things and uh, i'm not afraid to show my feelings which I should have done a long time ago because now I know that if I would have done that a long time ago, maybe a lot of the, the decisions that I've made, uh, I wouldn't have made them. And so now together with my wife, I'm, I'm living a spiritual life that, that's been different. That's been very eye-opening uh, because now that I, I allow feelings in, it, it, it helps me release what I have from within all the evil that i have within me or the sin that i have and i'm able to give it to god you know um how we're supposed to right in mass yeah you know going going back to these you know there's no coincidences who you were you know leading up to today made you who you are today right if if you had been a, a devout catholic you may have gone a different route, you know, uh, mm-hmm. maybe you wouldn't be with your wife and your kids or you wouldn't have this podcast. Everything that you've gone through, good and bad, has made you who you are. I've been in, in the military and in law enforcement. I mean, I was stone cold, too. I had I had no emotions, you know, and I used to worry. My, my mother felt that the military changed me. My wife felt that I had no emotions. Um, it, you know, I'm, I'm older. You know, I've, I've experienced a lot of stuff. Um, so I'm trying to make the most of whatever time, you know, God's going to give me to do the best I can to, to, uh, you know, like they say, it's, it's not how you start the race. It's how you finish it. Right. I want to finish up strong. I want my friends and family to say, if nothing else, he, he was a man of faith. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, your, your, your podcast here, um, honestly, if you, if you convert one soul or, you know, have, just one man that starts doing something you're planting seeds um you may never know uh you know what fruits it bears but it it may bear a lot of fruit you know so um one thing if i may uh you know you were talking about you know christmas gifts and things like that christmas 2015 um i was the chief of police at our police department 
and one of my commanders gave me a, a Christmas present and we were still working so I thought oh, you know thank you you know I'll open it up on Christmas uh, Christmas morning I opened up his gift uh, and it was a, a rosary from uh, rugged rosaries actually they're they're in Texas now they were in California they moved to Texas they, they make uh, paracord you know heavy-duty rosaries I saw it and I thought oh my I was already praying the rosary but I found love with it and I thought you know what I'm gonna learn how to make these things right the funny thing is that the commander that gave it to me is not a Catholic uh, hmm. his his wife is Catholic and they're raising their kids as Catholic but he's not he, he's not a Catholic but he knew that I was a man of faith and he, he bought me this rosary well I started through trial and error I, you know, I was never a knot tire. I was never a Boy Scout. I wasn't in the Navy, none of that stuff. But through trial and error, I kept trying stuff, ordering materials from the internet. And it was in April of, of 2016 where I finally made my first rosary. Um, and they were they were manly, right? And uh, uh, I was getting ready to go to the Scorsio thing. So I started making it for my friends, my male friends. And they, they reacted really well to it. And then my wife said, hey, well, I want one. I said, well, you know, hey, you're crazy. These are manly. And uh, I, I said it many times. She said, well, bling it out. I said, bling it out. So I found these little rhinestone spacers. You know, it looks like little diamonds. So I started doing those. And then her friends wanted it. Um, so I, I made my first one, which I still own, in April of 2016. So I'm going on seven years Today I made one for a priest that's visiting our parish, and and today I made rosary number uh, nine hundred and seventy-eight. Oh wow! Um, you've kept you've kept count that many. Yeah, I, I keep I keep a spreadsheet. I keep a mm -hmm. spreadsheet. Um, so, um, you know, so and and I get messages from people that, um, you know, thank me. And I had a friend of mine say, you know what, you made one for my dad, and oh, he, you know, he he wears it all the time. And, he started praying the rosary. I get a lot of these stories where it's like, you know, the stuff we do bears fruit, you know. So mm -hmm. your your podcast, uh, hopefully some people will say, hey, you know what? You inspired me to do this or that. And then there's going to be a lot of people you'll never know about, but God's going to know about it. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to Judgment Day, hey, Jose, Sam, come over here. Remember that podcast you started back in, you know, 2023? Um Check out that guy over there. That's, you know, father, so-and-so, you know, he got inspired to go to seminary because of your podcast or, you know, there's a deacon or, you know, lectors or what have you. So uh, stay with it. Stay with it. It's you're going to inspire people. You, 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 that, that's very touching, honestly, because, you know, uh, Sam and I just jumped into it. You know, he had barely met me uh, and he accepted for some reason. Uh, don't know why, but he accepted. <laughs> you know why? Uh, and it's a God incidence. It's not a coincidence. God incidence. You know what? I'm gonna have to write a book, and I'm gonna have to title it "God Incidents." <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and it, yeah, for sure. I can't leave Eddie out of it. Throw me a shout. Throw me a shout out. <laughs> yeah. For no it's um it's it's very inspiring because you know what that that was my mission creating just a podcast in general to aim at men uh because you know i i've just heard so many podcasts and yeah you have all these podcasts but they're mostly you know just conversations never really like aimed for men 
Um, and you know, you have all these men. The reason that I wanted to help men is because I have five friends who've killed themselves. Uh, and so that's something that, you know, it, having, having suicide so close to me, uh, and, and men who don't talk, who, who were like me pretty much, who, who didn't have a way out and, and we were just cold and we thought that machismo was, if you, if you told someone everything, then you were showing weakness and all this other stuff. Or, or in my case, I would talk a lot about it that no one would really believe it. And so, um, I, I've, I've had several friends and so, you know, having, having it so close to me and knowing that, you know, there's someone out there who want, who needs someone to listen to them, uh, who needs a, a word of consolation, uh, be given to them. That's what kind of inspired me to do it. And I'm glad that you tell me that because you know what, it, it, it encourages me and I'm pretty sure, uh, and I'm gonna let Sam, uh, if he was inspired by it to say say it on his own rant but i i feel inspired together with sam to kind of you know to to push through it you know because uh and it's funny that that you're you accepted the the, the invitation to get on the show because um and i don't know why i just thought about it but it maybe one day we can contribute to to help to send out rosaries to men who who send messages to me you know uh, who need it and and or or whatever you know uh maybe through through our channel they'll get to you and you can show them the beauty of the rosary. maybe one day we'll have you back on to talk about the rosary so um yeah yeah so two two things real quick um when, when you introduced yourself and said hey you know can you come on this podcast so i, I went to your instagram i went to your spotify um I listened to a few of those and then I went to your page and I saw where I could see where you were growing, where I think you were trying to find what your podcast was going to be about because mm -hmm. you did a real serious talk where you're like, you know what, I, I want to talk about the faith. You know, I really want to talk about the faith. Uh, I would encourage you to to really stay on this, stay on, you know, you, I mean, the faith covers everything. You know, I, you had mentioned journaling and, you know, mental health uh, that that can all be under the faith uh, i would encourage you to to kind of keep the faith catholicism at kind of the base of your podcast and, and go from there because i think you'll find that audience you know um so so i met two guys on on uh on social media um uh so a lot of times because i don't sell my rosaries and, and because i post pictures of it people are like, oh you know how much and this and that and, I'd started an Etsy page and I was doing like one decades and a couple of things, but I, I don't have time for that right now. And people want to buy my rosaries and I'm not, I'm sorry, I don't buy them or I don't sell them. I feel bad, but I've had a couple people through Instagram or sometimes the Holy Spirit's just like, Hey, you know, you got to make them a rosary. So I, I've sent them uh, to a lot of different places. Um, the radio station that I, I volunteer, we have an annual uh, dinner. So I've met like Father Donald Calloway, Father Mitch Pacwa, mm -hmm. uh, Father Larry Richards, and uh, sometimes I've been the MC. And so all of those priests, I, I've made rosaries for them. I got to give them to them, right? Um, so I, I've been blessed uh, in in that way. Um, I, I recently met uh, uh, two guys uh, through social media that I'm going to be sending out uh, uh, rosaries to them once I I had them choose the colors and the saints mm -hmm. um 
they do a podcast uh, called uh, uh, Pints, Pipes, and Crosses. I don't know if you've heard of them. So, <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to reach out to you, Jose. Uh, let me just get through the holidays, and and you can put me in touch with Sam, and and I'll show you the bead colors I have, and then I put Saint medals on it. Uh, and I'll, I want to send you guys uh, one of my rosaries just to keep you inspired to keep doing what you're doing. So, oh, I really, really appreciate that. That's that's yeah, a nice touch. Yeah, yeah thank cool. you so much. I, no, no, no problem. As I, uh, uh, as I, as you were talking, and you know, as you mentioned your Instagram uh, account, I've been looking. I've been looking at the roses you're making, and I was thinking this whole time, wow, these are awesome. So, <laughs> yes, they're beautiful, that. aren't yeah. they? Yeah, definitely. The, I, you know, I, I, the one that you have, that one's gorgeous. I'll send you. Yeah, uh, whenever I, I, I whenever I saw them. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I'll just say at at some point, um, I'll I'll uh, I'll send you a picture of the the bead colors I have, and then I have uh, again I don't sell this stuff, but I have about a hundred and ten different saint medals. No, oh, wow. right? Different saints. I a lot of the most, you know, well-known ones, right? Um, I, I have, you know, a, a lot of like the miraculous medal or Lego Guadalupe, but a lot of saints. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if if uh, well, I'll reach out to you, Lexi. Let me just get through Christmas, and then um, I'll, I'll uh, you guys can choose like like your favorite color, with you know, black, blue, OD green, whatever it is, and pick some saints. And then uh, I'll, I'll make you guys some rosaries and I'll, I'll... You, you guys see each other, right? Yeah, yeah, on occasion. Yeah, so I'll, yeah. I'll probably send it in one package, maybe to Jose, and then he can uh, he can get it to you, Sam. Um, I make them I I make them one by one, so like like yours doesn't exist until you tell me what color and what saints. And then I go through this whole process. I I, I pray over it as I'm making it. So, anyways, that'll be coming. Awesome. Oh, yeah, thank you very so much, much, Eddie. Thank no, you no, very no, no, much. No. That's that's again I've made I've made well over nine hundred and and I haven't sold a single one, so um Oh I, thank you very been, much. It's I've been looking it, for a new one too. There you go. There you go. God bless uh, you on your journey to a thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, it'll it'll because I started doing this uh faith formation stuff, it slowed me down, but I'll I'll hit it january or february I'll, all right i'll get there yeah i'm i'm like 22 away so i'll get there yeah oh if you want i can help you i can help you find yeah. people <laughs> oh man there's no shortage i get people uh uh you know all the time we we just delivered one a day uh, a, a friend of my wife's found out she has breast cancer oh. she asked for prayers so i made her a like one with pink beads, you know, and I put a mm -hmm. Saint Agatha, the patron saint of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So she oh, sent wow. a message to my wife that, you know, yeah, anyways, a, a really nice uh, message, you know, thank, thanking me for for the rosary. So, anyways, we'll we'll move on. Well, that that'll come. Uh, that'll come. All right. Oh, thank you. Well, um, I think, I think that's that's it for today's show. I I really do appreciate you coming on, Eddie. And you know what? I think. Uh, and I think I speak for Sam. I think we should actually, uh, if you're okay with it, come back on and we can have a whole uh, episode on the rosary because I'm interested. I'm interested to hear oh, yeah. about what you had to say about the rosary. Um, if that's okay with you. No, I, yeah. Uh, once I hear uh, 
this this podcast make sure you didn't make me uh <laughs> seem like a, seem like a total goof. <laughs> oh no, I think yeah. I, I and once again I think I speak for Sam. I think it's one of the best episodes we've had. Yeah, no, absolutely, Eddie. Thank you for being an inspiration to Catholic men uh, over yes. in your part of the country too. And thanks for coming on because you'll help us grow our channel. And of course, oh, yeah. we'll send people to your page. They can admire your rosaries and uh, yeah, no, maybe they can no, be inspired. No, I don't maybe. don't send. I don't I don't sell them. They can't. Oh, I said I said admire. You know, maybe. maybe oh, admire! Something... I said to buy them. No, no, yeah. I, oh, yeah, admire. they can admire. Them. Maybe, maybe it'll push them to start praying their rosaries there you themselves. Go. That, so, that, that's you know. that's what I want. I want people to, to you know, start praying it and, and uh, you know, appreciate it uh, for how powerful it is. You got uh, saints, popes. You know, our blessed mother has asked us to pray it. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, go several times. Saints. Yeah, several times. Yeah. Okay. So well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll um, I I took a screenshot of your your logo uh, for your was is that what you use is the the pints pipes and crosses logo? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll I'll uh, you know I, I'm my page is growing. I I think I just passed like fifty two hundred followers. So. Oh wow. Uh, I'll um, I'll post it on there too when the when the podcast comes out and hopefully throw some uh, traffic your way too so oh that'll be great yes we're, we're just trying to to grow trying to evangelize and trying to bring the true faith back trying to bring people no, no. back home we got to work together on that when yeah. when when you get your rosaries uh in early 2024 uh, all i ask is like you like you take like to your church or something take like a Send me a picture of it, like inside your church or somewhere, so I can just post. I like to show people the rosaries out in the real world, you know. No, oh, okay, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, of course. Anything, anything. You you ask anything, and we will. <laughs> All right, sounds good. <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much, Eddie. Thank you for coming on. Uh, and thank once you. again, uh, Sam and I, um, we really do appreciate you coming on, and uh, hope to have you back on, Eddie. I'm I'm open to it. I, I'd love to continue, especially when it's the rosary. We we can do an hour and a half on the rosary alone. So, yeah, perfect. Uh, I'm yeah, looking forward we'll, to it as well. Ho- hopefully, you'll you'll have your rosaries by then, so you can actually uh, we we can talk about that too. Yeah, of course. Perfect. That sounds like a plan. All right. Well, um, good night and God bless. All right. Yeah, God bless you guys. Bye. Take care. <laughs>